Hey, it's Jeffrey and Hillary, and welcome to the Bounce Back Better podcast, your weekly dose of inspiration and empowerment. So are you ready to step outside of your comfort zone to challenge the norms and achieve extraordinary things? If you are, you're in the right place. Each week, I'll either unpack stories of other incredible women just like you who dare to dream big and turn those dreams into reality, or I'll have a topic that will leave you wanting to take action. I'm here to fuel your ambition, ignite your passion, and push you to reach the heights you never thought possible. So whether you're climbing the corporate ladder, nurturing a family, or chasing a personal dream, this podcast is your guide to getting you to achieve what it is you want in life. So grab your headphones, take a deep breath, and let's go, because we don't just dream it, we have to do it. It's time, ladies, to embrace your power and bounce back better together. Hello and welcome to the podcast. Today, I am unpacking motivation because when we lack motivation, what happens? We don't do the things we want to do. We sit around, we feel lethargic. Then we start not feeling good about ourselves. And if you've read a copy of Three Ones In, yes, the book, the book, where I unpack result spirals. When you lack motivation, you trigger a negative result spiral, which means you keep getting negative results or not the results you're actually after. So, motivation. Rate yourself out of 10. How do you feel about it? How do you feel right now about with your motivation? I'll be very honest with you. Crikey, I've been a bit unmotivated. I've been excited about the new year. I love the new year. And I said that in last week's podcast. I just fire up and I think, yay, it's time for me to set some goals and start creating my plan. But I've been really unmotivated to do it and I'm not sure why. And maybe you feel like this too. I've been pretty seriously looking at it and wondering why. Just a lot of mooching and, yeah, not too much action. So I need to set myself, I think, a day where I say, this is it. I'm going to go and spend that one or two hours having a real big think. And probably in my own defense, it is percolating in the background. I could, there are definitely some thoughts going on. Uh, This morning when I was having my coffee with my partner, I was having a think about, I was almost going to say to him, hey, so what are your plans or big goals for the year? What would you like to check off? And I didn't. And I think the reason I didn't was because I'm not ready to talk about it yet. So what about that? And maybe you're the same. So motivation affects us at different times in our life, sometimes just at different times in the day. We can be affected for a short period of time or we can be affected for a long period of time. And when that happens, that is not so good, is it? We don't want to feel unmotivated for a long period of time because that can actually change our demeanor. The way we feel about ourselves, we start becoming an unmotivated person instead of just a person who is just currently lacking a little bit of motivation. So yeah, motivation. It's really important that we maintain some sort of level of it most of the time. So I'm going to talk about some ways that will help you improve your motivation. And even if you're already fairly motivated, just listen through and think, yes, I could probably adapt that strategy into my current way of being or activities or micro moves. If you remember, if you read my email I sent out the other day, micro moves for me, it's my word for 2024, micro moves. You heard it here first. I get a feeling it's going to be everywhere because I tend to sort of trigger off that sort of thing. But just think about what micro moves you could do to improve your motivation. So the first one, and it's just my standard Hillary one, and you probably ought to go, yawn, yawn, yawn. Are you saying that again, Hillary? 
But the first one is to be clear about what you want. Because when you're unclear, that's like me right now. I'm not, I haven't made that certain time. I'm not clear about when I'm going to sit down and define and become clear about my goals because I'm, I haven't actually set that deadline. It's probably contributing to the factor that, or to the fact that I'm not taking action. Yeah, just avoiding it. So be really clear about what you want. And remember when we break down any type of goal, we put it into micro moves. So maybe for me, that means, okay, Hillary, you've got the book that you want to write it in. You've got everything you need. You just need to carve out the time and then go do it. So maybe one of the micro moves is just to ensure you've got a pen on standby or something like that. We never actually know what little thing is holding us up, but very often it can be something that small. The next thing would be find personal meaning. Find personal meaning. So when I say that, I'm meaning connect to your values. So a few podcasts ago, I'm not sure what one it was, but scroll back. I did talk about personal values. So if you're not connecting with those, if there is no personal meaning for you, then you will avoid something. You will avoid it, which means once you're avoiding something, you start lacking the motivation. So if you understand, remember, we have about five or six top values and values do change. Unlike personalities, Personalities we can alter, but at our core, we stay the same. We can alter them. So don't get me wrong, but we at our core will be the same, have our same strengths and weaknesses. We can improve on those, but that is how personalities are. But values do change over time because if you think about it, maybe right now you're working and in a few years' time, you become a stay at home mum. Or maybe right now you've still got people, li- you're living in a home share situation, or maybe you're, you've got children at home, or it just could be anything, or you're living by yourself, whatever it is. But there are values that, that evolve because of that. And I suppose what I'm trying to say here is once you have children, your values do change. You can go from being this, you know, number one importance for you is just that drive for money or success or whatever, and then it will change. It will just because there will be that... <laughs> that love that you get when you have a child that, as any parent knows, doesn't go away. It just gets stronger and stronger. I suppose as your children get older, it changes, but you still love them nonetheless. So when you find personal meaning, when you find your values, your current values, then make sure they are a reason that you are wanting to do the thing that you're avoiding, why you're feeling not motivated. And maybe an example of this, like one of mine is, well, a few of mine, I've got fun as one of my values. I've got personal development as one of my values. I've got health as one of my values. So for me, kicking off the year, writing out a new gym plan, which is the one thing I have done, actually. I have written out a new plan and a new workout routine. So I haven't completely been unmotivated. But that, to me, ticks a few of those boxes. I find going to the gym fun. I love the strategy behind it. I used to be a personal trainer, so I'm educated in it, so I'm not sort of bumbling around. I know what I'm doing. I've got clear, achievable goals there. So I'm ticking a lot of my values, hence the reason that's probably the one that's been done first of all. Well, there you go. I didn't even know until I started unpacking it with you. Okay, so what have we got next? Create a positive environment, and that can be a few different things, as in it could be the personal space that you're in. And if you've read three wines in, I talk about organizing your space. So maybe you're the sort of person who needs to sit at a 
really clean, tidy desk, or maybe you're the sort of person who just likes to have a really homey feel around them. I'm a homey feel person. I like a homey feel. I'm not kind of one of these sort of Instagram look where everything's tan and apricot and nice. It's just not my thing. I'm very, very home feel. And so that makes me feel good, which will make me feel more motivated. But don't get me wrong, I do not like clutter. So when I feel clutter, my brain starts to feel jammed and I don't like that. So that's creating part of a positive environment. Another part is being around people who make you feel good. Do you have enough people in your life or around you now that support you and make you feel good? Because that will add to your focus and it will limit the distractions that you have. So when we think about supportive anything, it's a supportive environment, it's supportive people, it's a supportive community, and it's even supporting yourself. You know how we can sometimes sabotage ourselves, and that'll be another whole podcast, so today's motivation, but it's just looking for those things that you do or the people around you do or your surroundings and think, is this supporting me? Am I feeling in a way that's going to make me feel more motivated. Another one is, oh my gosh, and this is me all over, build a routine. God, I love a good routine. Love routines. I love spontaneity and change, but with the things around fitness and health, definitely a massive routine there. With the things around even just this podcast, I have a massive routine around my podcast, how I do it. It's actually, the time of day is currently changing because it's holiday, so I'm in here doing this one while I'm actually on holiday. But Generally, I have a really good system on how I research, how I present it, just the whole thing is well done. So I've got a routine around that, but you can have a routine around all areas of your life. And I would recommend to you, here's a wee recommendation, that you very much have everything in a routine. It's actually better for our brain. Our brain likes simple. We only have a limited amount of thoughts a day. And when you're all over the place, or you're thinking, oh, what will I do then? Or when shall I do that? You have open loops in your head and they actually slow you down in other areas of your life to the point where, you know, Steve Jobs and who is the other person or even quite a few successful people just have the same wardrobe every day because they don't have to think about what they wear. One of the first things my partner and I do every morning is what's for dinner tonight. And it's off the table. Just, okay, we'll have that and that. Yep, great, done. I can forget about it until dinner time or get something out, but there's no stress around it. So it's not by having that routine, you limit wasted brain work, you conserve energy, and then you can actually use your brain work for way more positive stuff, for creativity, for things that make you happy. You won't be so tired. So I would really recommend building routines into your life, especially the morning routine. And that maybe we'll unpack that one in a couple of weeks because. A great morning routine kicks your day off and it is the thing that we really should all have at, oh, what's the word I'm looking for here? It's that thing that really high achieving people, successful people, happy people, they all have really great morning routines and I'm a massive advocate of that. The next one is use rewards and incentives. And when we reward ourselves or have incentives, we do maintain that motivation for longer. So if motivation is something that you do struggle with in a particular area, it may not be every area, but say it is in a particular area, just think how could you reward yourself or how could you incentivize it so you do start doing it, all those mini micro moves, so it becomes the new you, a way of being. Let's say you wanted to be a writer and you wrote every day just for 10 minutes. Eventually, 
over a, a period of a week, what's that? That's 70 minutes of writing. Double that, it's 140. Could you write for 20 minutes a day? You probably could. You probably could write for 10. And if you wanted to, start with five. But when you do that, and let's say you create yourself a tick list every time you do it, I did it today, tick, done. That's actually a reward for your brain. Trust me. The little things like tick lists that we have used for our children for so long actually work for us too. And then an incentive at the end of the week, if I get through seven, I will shout myself down to the beach and sit out there and relax in the sun and have a coffee or something that makes you feel really good. You know, all right, I'm shouting myself to the movies or I'm doing this for myself or I'm taking that bath with candles or I'm sitting on the balcony having that glass of wine. Mm, That's probably one of mine. But whatever that thing is for you that is a reward, do it. Just reward yourself. And not all the time, but many rewards are really useful and they're great incentives for you to maintain that motivation until all those micro moves become a habit and you no longer have to think about it. Another one is visualize your success. Oh my goodness. And this is classic for sports people. Not one sports person does any sort of sport without seeing themselves through it, first of all. And there have been many studies, and I probably should have researched this, because, but it just popped into my head, where they had people visualize doing something and they had people actually doing something. And the people that visualized were just as good and in some cases better. And the people that did it and visualized were just out the gate better. So when you think about visualizing, when you think about how you see something, how do you see, how do you visualize? Do you have a a really good system with it? I have a great system with mine. I'll share it with you if you like. I used to start with three minutes. Uh, now I do four. And I see it like a wee mind movie, as in I touch on some points that are important to me. So this year it'll be whichever goals that I come up with for the first quarter or for the entire year or whatever that is. And then I set a timer on my phone because otherwise you're thinking, is that long? And you've got to stop, you've got to look at your watch, and you're not sure. So if you set yourself a timer, you know it's going to go off when you've done your time. And then I just shut my eyes and I walk through it. I walk through seeing myself do, have, or be whatever it is that I actually want. And I find that so useful. My partner and I actually both do it every morning. So we sit on our balcony and we do our visualizing for the thing as we want and what we're doing and what we'd like to achieve. And, you know, sometimes it's just seeing people being happy around us or it's not necessarily always about, I want to make a million dollars in three months or something like that. It can be, I see a picture of particular people being around other people and being really happy. And maybe there's some way of influence that. I see myself on stage. I see all sorts of things that would never have happened, I don't believe, if I hadn't visualized them. So don't underestimate the power of a good visualization. And just remember that sports people do it. So there's got to be some credibility there if you think this is a bit woo-woo. Because I'm not all that woo-woo, but I'm a wee bit woo-woo. And that's one of the things. The next one is tracking your progress. It's kind of vital that we track our progress, that we see how far we've come because that adds to motivation. When you can see that, maybe let's use the scales for one if you're looking at weight or even you know resistance training so you could bench press two five kg uh, five kg dumbbell each side and within months you know you're at 10 kgs each side you can actually see the progress because as humans we forget we actually forget to monitor our progress and then we don't see how far we've come and I suppose when we look at me writing the book three ones in at least I went from something as in typing on my laptop to holding a physical book. 
so I could see my progress because that is just so clear. If you don't have a copy, remember to get yourself one. It's blooming great. And it's got a great goal setting plan in it as well. So when you track your progress, you will become and stay incredibly motivated. Another one is stay physically active. The more we stay active, the more energy we have. And somebody once said to me, the definition of fitness is being able to do the things that you want to do at the end of the day, not as in at the end of the day. I'm saying when the end of your work day or whatever day, you know, your mothering day or whatever the day is, say you were a golfer, then you would have the energy to go and play golf after that. Say you were a tennis player or a swimmer and they're all active things. Maybe you go to dancing, maybe you go to Toastmasters, maybe you go to, I don't know, whatever it is that you do. Maybe it's just a good shopping spree or, or perhaps it's, you know, you like to, you like grocery shopping. Goodness me, who does, not me. But anyway, you would just have the energy to do it rather than getting to the end of your day and feeling exhausted and not having the energy to do it. So that's kind of a great tip, I believe, when it comes to fitness. Fitness can be defined as having the energy at the end of the day to do the things that you want to do. Okay. And then seek inspiration. Podcasts like this, even now as you're listening to this and you have a friend that you think, oh my goodness, she needs to listen to this or he needs to listen to it, then share it with them. We can become motivated by listening to our own stuff. Well, that's me because that happened to me the other day. I was listening to my own podcast and I got really excited. But for you, listening to podcasts that make you feel inspired or motivated, listening to music. I know plenty of people who go to the gym and just like have really good music on because it makes them feel motivated. So that inspires them. Audiobooks. Oh my goodness, I'm an audiobook fan. And I'm currently reading, it's funny because I don't really read autobiographies, but this is slight autobiography and slightly not. Oh, what's his name? Arnold Schwarzenegger's book. I would recommend, I actually recommend that book. It's a great listen. And it's really the underlying message is, just do the work. Just stop giving yourself excuses. Because he's done some absolutely amazing things. He's an incredibly positive man. Oh my goodness. Some of the stuff that he's had to work with and what he's achieved has been amazing. And even when times have been less than positive, he actually talks about them. And I find him very good, very inspirational. And I'm picking up a few tips off him, I would have to say. Yes. So that one's seeking inspiration. And here's another one challenge negative thoughts. Oh my goodness, I have been struggling with some negative thoughts over the past few weeks and I really have to challenge them because they are consuming, not consuming me, but they are taking up energy and negative thoughts do use energy and we don't need those. So I'm actually thinking, yep, it's time I went and talked to a shrink about it because if it's really starting to consume some brain space or some energy space, then it's really not working for me and it will detract from my motivation. It will deplete motivation. So being aware that you have negative thoughts is one thing, and then just learning to stop having them or get them unpacked or do something about them is the other thing and is vital. All righty, then we've got take breaks, and perhaps in my defense, that's what I'm needing right now. And is that you? Do you feel like that? Do you feel like you just go, 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 and there's just not enough break time? Perhaps you might feel like that. And so if you don't get enough breaks, that could be adding to your lack of motivation if you do not have any motivation. It's interesting, my son's actually an active relaxer and generally so am I. 
So for the active relaxers, those breaks just mean, I don't know, doing that thing that we like to do. Generally, it's standing in a kitchen cooking or doing something like that. But that relaxing means doing something and that's okay. But are you getting enough of that time? So make sure that you are getting enough time for relaxation. Another thing you can do is learn new things. When we just get caught, and I know routines are good. I'm talking about routine and structure with our life, as in when we have to go to work and we go to the gym and we cook dinner and all those mundane things. But add in there some playtime. And if you are bored and lacking motivation, does that mean for you it's time to try something new? When did you last try something new? Anything. Or do you just do the same thing over and over and over? Have you ever tried rollerblading or roller skating? Have you tried that? Maybe you need to take up knitting or just try it. It will just challenge your brain in another way. And who knows, it could be something new that you like. Perhaps photography, perhaps a a sport of some sort, cooking, I don't know, cleaning, painting old furniture. There are so many things that you could do. But what they'll do is they'll fire up some new stuff in your brain. And that just makes you feel good. And when you feel good, you increase your motivation. So why would you not want that? Okay, what about, you know, we started off with being clear about your goals. What about adjusting them if you need to? Sometimes we just need to just mix them up a little bit, just change them up, tweak them slightly because what we thought was something really might take longer or it might have been faster. So we need to alter what we're doing or maybe it's your path to a particular goal needs to change and that could be it, that your path to a particular goal, you're on a track somewhere, you had a destination, you set your GPS, you're going for it. And then, oh God, what happened? Yeah, that, exactly. It didn't work. It went too slow. You saw other people doing it better. So perhaps sometimes we just need to adjust our way of getting to the goal. And that might really help, really help with that energy, really help with like the speed that you're doing it, or maybe just that feeling that you're getting some traction from your action. Woohoo, how about that? How to get traction from your action is to take action. And the best way to do that is to use micro moves, lots of little moves, all compiling every day. All right, next, but we're just about there. Get feedback and support. Regular feedback's important. Even this morning, I, I made my partner some rolled oats because he was in a hurry and we just got home and he had to go somewhere. And I said, would you like me to make you some oats? And I did. And my oats are very creative. They're not standard oats. There are oats and they have dates and coconut and, and apricots and some, uh, raisins, I think. And I put it all together and, and made them. And then I said, how is it? And he goes, it's great. And I said, how could it be better? And he goes, what do you mean? And I was like, well, you know, just could it be better? He goes, why? Do, why? I was like, well, I just always want to know if I can improve something. So be okay with feedback. Ask for it. I think that's something that, only some people can cope with is feedback. And I think it's a skill that we all need to learn to do better. That's the great thing about going to Toastmasters is because we get nonstop feedback. And I love the feedback. I want to know where, how I can improve. What could I do better? Why would I not want that? So be okay with feedback. And if you're not, I challenge you to start asking your partner or somebody in your life for some feedback. And if you don't like it, just swallow it. Just go, mm. Okay, I didn't like that, but it's just feedback and it's just their opinion. But if I took some of that on board, could I be better at what I do or could I make a better better oats or could I make a better cake or better dinner or write a better report or run a faster marathon or push heavier weights, whatever it is, whatever it is, it doesn't matter. But when you get feedback and you take it on board, that is how you improve. In fact, a friend texted me yesterday 
and he's just started doing some work on reels. And he said, oh, you know, I hope I'm doing it right. And I said, yeah, you're going great. Keep it up. I said, just smile a bit more. That was my feedback. Just need to smile a bit more. And then I noticed this morning on his reel, he was smiling. And I thought that looks so much nicer when somebody smiles rather than that whole sad face. And then limit, the last one, limit perfectionism. Crikey, aim for progress, not perfection. Understand that it's okay to make mistakes. Mistakes are inevitable. Mistakes happen in life. We're born making mistakes. Crikey, I've made thousands of them, but it doesn't matter. What matters is that you get over it quick and move on. And maybe some of that feedback that you are avoiding or don't like hearing could help with the mistakes that you make because maybe you'll make less or maybe you'll be less less perfect. Anyway, that's quite a list, wasn't it, on ways that you can improve your motivation because the more motivated you are, the more, I don't want to get caught in that whole success and achievement thing, but it is that, but you also feel happier. And don't we all just want to have that happier life? So yes, we want to be successful and yes, we want to achieve the things that are important to us. We don't all have to, you know, build skyscrapers or that, the other analogy, I said climb Mount Everest. It doesn't, not everybody has to do that, but there will be little things in your life that you would like to achieve. And when you do, you will feel happier. And the cool thing about that is it's the motivation that's going to get you there. So my fine people, micro moves all the way. That means just lots of little things every day because the one percenters, thanks to John O'Hayes, they are his words, John O'Hayes, he's actually on YouTube, check him out, he's hilarious. Um, but the one percenters, every day, if we did 1%, it's 14 minutes of our day. So what could you do for 14 minutes a day to improve by 1% on one thing? So if you are lacking motivation, just think, I just need to do a little bit, just a little bit every day. And as per usual, I would love you to share this because the only way that we can get more people becoming more positive and feeling more positive and feeling more motivated and smiling and having happier lives, which in turn makes everyone happier because we all become nicer people, only way we can do that is if we all know about it. So I'd love for you to share this with somebody that would be really uh, great and I would be so grateful. And also remember the must do every day, text a friend and tell them how amazing you think they are. And even if you don't have somebody to text, text your sister, text me. I don't care. Just say, you're doing a great job. Keep it up. Because that encouragement just goes so far. And most people don't get enough encouragement in their life. Anyway, that's the end of this podcast on motivation. I hope you found a few wee nuggets of gold in there and you're inspired to take action on a couple and just, yeah, feel a bit more motivated for 2024. All righty, I'll catch you next week. Bye. Bye.